You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75 two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer. And anytime I see this dude post on Instagram, he's somewhere all over the big blue marble, all over the world, a traveling fool, the one and only Tony Casillas TC. What up? You know, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm doing extra better today, or extra good. It's not a word. Extra good today. Uh, the Mavericks tied up the series. With the Utah Jazz, so I was uh, fired up about that. And, uh, yeah, to your point, um, kind of bittersweet. Um, you know, I went back to Florida. I, I guess when I posted on my mm-hmm. social media, my uh, unfortunately, my father-in-law passed away. But we're going – went to Florida to celebrate his life. And my 86-year-old young mother-in-law just turned 86. So uh, – but real quick, uh, since you brought that up, I got a great story for you real quick. Because you and I are just golf enthusiasts, right? We love of course. golf. So I'm loading up, we're boarding a plane and uh, my wife, it was my wife and I, and my kids went back for it. We're coming back to Dallas. So we're lining up to get on the airplane. And so I see this guy behind me and he's not really big in statue. Um, and so he let us go ahead of him. And I look back and I see him and what really kind of caught my eye was he had a master's logo sweater on. Sure. And I was like, I know that guy. He had wear a mask and and that now. And right, right before the before enough. the mandate, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, definitely would have been Dan Ring. And I said, look, and I said, Mr. Crenshaw, because yeah. So it was, it was Ben Crenshaw, the great, the one of the the greatest putters that's ever that's ever played the game. He had his mask on, and I looked at him, and I was like, I because I for some reason I well, I just saw him a couple weeks ago during the Masters. Or of course, yeah. I think. I think it was Valero Open there in the tournament they had somewhere. Anyway, and I said, "Hey, Mr. Crenshaw," and it's like he goes, "Yeah." And I said, "Hey," I said, uh, "How you doing?" And I had to say this because he's a UT grad, at right. Center, and he just kind of smiled. So I thought that was pretty cool. I told my wife, my wife is up in first class, by the way, because of course she anyway, was. She's our, and so she was sitting up there, and I said, "Just you know, tell him." I didn't really give I didn't really give him the, the lowdown of who I was and everything, but I thought that was pretty cool. I thought you'd appreciate that. The great that's awesome. Crenshaw owns a green jacket, and I was able to recognize him with his mask on. So that anyway. is very cool. Uh, very cool story. Um, you know, it's topical given that a Longhorn just won the Masters. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's a little, yeah. little bit, you know, flavor in the air. Uh, so very cool, Mr. Crenshaw. I figured you'd like that too because you, you're such a huge. Um, a pro- proponent of uh, the Texas Longhorns. So you know, I, I um, I'd get you started off a little early. I acknowledge time. that that a lot of people, for whatever reason, choose to spend money to go to school there. Um, <laughs> but um, but hey, another Longhorn won the RBC last week in Jordan Spieth, so it's just coming up, you know, nice for the Texas X's. You know what I'm saying? They're uh, really good in golf. I'll give them that. 
yeah um a, a heartfelt uh level of condolences from all of us Tony, oh thank you uh thank for you. your family um it. you know I, I saw you you know enjoying the time that you could with your family and that that was certainly the message that i mm-hmm. meant um yeah. the last thing before we get into the football of it all uh just because you mentioned the mavericks game on monday night because obviously we record on tuesdays i was watching the houston astros home opener big time win over the angels it was awesome and obviously keeping tabs on the Mavs at the same time and dude i i don't know if it's fatherhood i don't know if it's just life and getting older i did not stay up for the end of the warriors nuggets game like i it was too late i all i thought was like this is too late like who who can stay up this long on a weeknight like who can do this <laughs> I, I was just i i don't i don't know if i was happy or if i was sad or if i was proud of myself or depressed i mean but I, I waved the white flag. I mean, part of it was that the game was over, you know, so I didn't really feel bad. But man alive. I mean, these things are tipping off way too late. I got to get to bed. Well, yeah, and maybe that's a sign of fatherhood and you're just just an old man now. But uh, and it, it kind of exhausts you. It, it's exhausting at times. And you really appreciate what your wife goes through. But even at that, I, I got to tell you this last night, because Bally's, they, they have the rights to broadcast the local. Right. Regional. Oh, that's sport. a big, so big I, talking point for the. Oh my right god! Now. Don't get me started on that, RJ. <laughs> so I can't watch. I can't watch local. I can't watch baseball. I can't watch hockey, and I can't watch obviously basketball. And so in this market, it's you know it's the Stars, it's the Rangers, it's the Mavs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So last night I'm, I'm I'm getting ready. I'm like, okay, the, the game's coming on. Just get back, and I'm thinking it's got to be on network TV, right? I mean, you would think. Yeah, so, you would think it's going to be on TNT or ESPN, yeah, like, yeah, like, a, yeah, like a normal playoff yeah, right. game. Right. So you don't have to have you don't have to your local provider. Mm-hmm. You don't have to whatever. And so I, I sit down, and lo and behold, it's 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 blacked out because NBA Dumb. because of the, the the local they they own you know the rights to broadcast it. So I had to go in. I had to download a trial uh, streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, TV, the app on my TV, and I didn't do it so I could watch the Mavs game. So, yeah, that, and then so my point was is that I got into like the third quarter and I was tired. And my wife walks out and she goes, she goes, uh, I said, yeah, the game's over. She goes, well, how much game did you watch? Because when I walked out there, you're snoring your ass off. I'm like, uh, yeah, I may have taken a nap, but. Well, yeah, the, the moral of the stories, you're good, man. You're good. You're you're uh, young and you're just. You work so hard and fatherhood and everything that goes along. And by the way, I love your pictures of Easter. That was that's pretty cool. Thanks, man. Uh, well, congratulations to the Mavericks. Congratulations to you yeah. on, uh, on on beating the man. You you beat the man and you got a, you found a way to watch. Um, anyway, um, so uh, that stuff like that is so interesting. I mean, like I know people get a little bit tired of it, but like you know, when when TV crews change or TV rights change, like there are real sucks. life. Impl- I mean, it sucks, but like you know. Okay, we got to get to football, but like I cut the cord last year and I am so happy I did. I, um, this is not an ad. I have Fubo and man, I love it so much. Um, so well, that's what I had to stream last night to watch dude, it. It's so very, very quickly. Um, yeah. I have an Apple TV, the device. It's, it's like, it's, it's what I use mm-hmm. to like watch, you know, now Fubo or Netflix or whatever. Right. And if you have an Apple TV and you have Fubo on it, you have, you can watch four things at once. So like right now, like literally right behind you. I have NFL Network, ESPN, Golf Channel, and MLB Network all on one screen. Like oh, all, that's so great. it's so cool. I I do not miss uh, regular cable subscription whatsoever. When I cut the cord, I had a lot of questions. So if anybody is in the you know like 
like decision making to do it. I'm on Twitter at RJO Choi. Tony's on Twitter at CC Casillas. <laughs> um, so anyway, Tony, football, finally. Uh, the NFL draft is next week. Um, obviously, uh, next week we'll talk about some stories uh, from your draft experience and whatnot as we get ready for the Cowboys. But uh, positions of need. It's, it's pretty much consensus right now that, that the Cowboys need some help at guard. They need a wide receiver. They need an edge rusher. They need depth at linebacker. Um, it's probably not a bad idea for them to throw a pick at running back, given that it's a contractor for Tony Pollard. They can get out of the Zeke contract next year. Um, what, what do you feel like? I mean, if, like, if, if, if they have, if they walk away with something, like what, what do you want them to walk away with for you to be able to feel better about this off season? Because so far this off season has not been fun. No, it hasn't. I think there's been some things that have happened and a lot of things, not enough happened for a lot of fans, but I, I think we mentioned this last week on our show. I, they got to address the interior part of the offensive line. And regardless, I don't know where that's if you have to, I don't know, you trade up or depends on what you, what you, where you want to go. I think maybe you can find someone to kind of fill in, but it just, what last year just seemed to me that was the issue that they had. Whenever things got, went bad, it was the interior part, but you got to get some, you got to get a dog inside. I don't know how many Zach Martins are out there or, uh, you know, Travis Fredericks. I mean, those guys are, you know, they don't come along every once in a while, but certainly Zach Martin. But I think you have to go out there and address that. Yeah, you, it's, a, it's a need and the people like, okay, you just don't, you take the best player available, but if the best player is available and it's realistic to go get him, if you want to trade up or if it's worth that, I mean, we all get in, we, we get this brainwash by the, the, the playmakers, the wide receivers and the skill guys. Pretty, But I think RJ, for me, to really have confidence on, on the offensive line, and because that's such a blaring, we, it was so notable when we watched them play, that to me is where they need to really just look at real, real hard. And, and this is we're going to target this guy. And I think there's a plenty of guys as depth enough at that position. They'll be able to get maybe someone in the first round, maybe the second, third, but clearly need to do the homework when it comes to that position. Yeah, I think, um, you know, any any mock draft or simulation you do, um, there's guard help available. And that's that's what they need. I mean, they, they seem content with Terrence Steele as a tackle option. I think they, you know, they have to get walk away with a tackle at some point in this draft. You know, they took Josh Ball last year in the fourth round, and right now he's kind of the swing tackle. Um, and I don't know, like he's such a question mark. Like nobody really knows what his talent level is. He obviously had the character concerns last year, um, which you know haven't gone away or anything as far as his past. But um, I mean, what what kind of player is he? I mean, that's like the offensive line. Even it's it's difficult to to field the starting five right now that you can feel good about. But even if you can do that. Your level of depth is is nothing right now, and and this is a team that has had some depth that we have felt good about for some time, and I think that's what's like rocking a lot of Cowboys fans to their core is for like I don't know six seven years the offensive line has not been this concern. I mean, the Cowboys fans have have been living living the good life, you know. Now we mm-hmm. have to see how the other half lives. Like it's it's not you know having an an elite not even elite, like having just a normal, good offensive line that you can count on and depend on is a luxury that the Cowboys have had. And they, they can't right now. I mean, they don't they don't have a left guard. Sorry, Connor McGovern. Their center is kind of questionable in Tyler Biotish. You mentioned mm-hmm. Zach Martin, the GOAT. Fine. Your right guard position, obviously, is fine. But he's getting up there in age. It's you know starting to take its toll. He's starting to miss some time. Tyron Smith is, you know, um, a moment away from from missing three three games for you. 
and you're banking on a third year undrafted free agent at right tackle permanently because you're pissed off about the way Lyle Collins was. I mean, it's just it's kind of a questionable level of decision making. A Tyron, especially because, you know, he's going to miss maybe four or five games. And you got don't you have to build that in because that's yeah, kind of yeah. been the, over the last couple of years. He's, he's just, do, you, do you know the last body, time he played a full season? Like if, what year would you oh, guess? That's a, that's a great question. Uh, what's his first year? He's what, what his first year was 2011. Uh, gosh, 2011. It's got to be early on 2012 or 2013. It's not that far ago or like that far back. It's 2015. But think about it this way. This is what I, I like to say. It Man, seems like it's been that long. I, and I guess maybe I just don't realize he's been in the league that long. Right. It's the 11th year. So Dak Prescott was drafted in 2016. He has mm-hmm. never played a full season with Tyron Smith. Wow. That's yeah. crazy when you really think uh, about that. It is. And, and look, there's not a whole lot of guys out there that are Iron Man that sure, can do right. that. But certainly, he's not that old. When you, you look at... Well, I mean, he's, as I mentioned, he's to be his 11th year in the, he's, in the league, but correct? He's 31. I mean, like, he's... Yeah, he was, he was 20 when he came in the league. Yep. He was a young... He came out a year early from mm-hmm. USC, right? If I remember. Yeah, he didn't so, even turn 21 till December, to your point. Yeah, so right. he's young. He's, he's, a, he's a young... This makes any sense, because I, I guess I always equate playing in the NFL sometimes as dog years once you get to a certain <laughs> level. But still, I mean, he's been beat up with... The neck, and it's—I think—the neck and the back, or the 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 injuries that certainly take a toll. But yeah, I think you have to build that in that Tyron's not going to be—he's not going to be available for at least four or five games. So that's a concern, right? I mean, and that's where um, I don't—I don't think anybody feels good about what the Cowboys have done in free agency. Like anytime you tweet about this or I tweet about it, and you say something, there are some some people who are still you know, not just drinking, but chugging the Kool-Aid who are saying, just wait till the draft, just wait. The draft still has to happen. Just wait till the draft, RJ, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. I can't wait to see them draft a starting guard and tackle and wide receiver, you know, all in one draft. Um, But so as far as additions, and I I use that word very, very loosely, they have added a wide receiver in James Washington who went to the wrong school in the state of Oklahoma, by the way. Um, Not Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> they have added a pass rusher in Dante Fowler, who is not Randy Gregory. Um, no. And they have added a running back in Ryan Nall, who is somebody that nobody had ever heard of. All due respect to Ryan. Nall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love mm-hmm. for him to come in and just like make us all look stupid. Um, but they have not added a single offensive lineman. And I don't think they could have added anybody that would make us feel good. And so maybe that's part of what the problem is. And maybe we're just sitting here moaning and groaning. And it's just like an endless cycle. But they have lost two, and they have not only lost two, they've lost two starters. Connor Williams, like Ben Crenshaw and Jordan Spieth and Scotty Scheffler, went to the worst school in the world. But and and I know that it, it was, you know, you you actually uh, used the word Vogue more than anybody I've ever met, like known in my life. And so I know it was Vogue to hate on on Connor Williams all the time. And he had all these penalties and things like that. But he was still kind of a serviceable starter for you. And they, they cut Lyle Collins, who was a starter for them, obviously, somebody who got multiple contracts with the team. And so. Those are not easy things to replace, even if you have multiple first round picks. They don't need they, their first first round pick is 24. They have to wait so long. I mean, but but you're like, I don't know how you can if you're ranking needs, 
Yes, they need a wide receiver. Yes, they need an edge rusher. But it it just offensive line is like a, a blinking, flashing red light, like one of those sirens that's so loud and in your face, and like you have to close your eyes because it's giving you a headache. Yeah, and, and to and to my reference of Vogue, I guess that's giving away my age because one of the all time greatest performers, strike a pose. singers, yeah, Madonna, <laughs> Vogue. <laughs> anyway, uh, your point. The offensive line, and I think this is kind of when it's certainly with the Cowboys because we're the greatest offensive line of all time. I mean, that was when, when Travis Frederick was, and then you had, uh, you know, obviously you had Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, yeah. and, and we talked about the comparing them at one time to the wall back in the 90s when I played with my boys. Now they're getting older and guys are gone, retired. Now you have to replenish that. And it's hard to find those guys. So I think the sustainability to me in the National Football League to continue to play is sometimes unrealistic. But you want to have some consistency. And the consistency to me, that's all I want, RJ, consistent. That's all you can have in a National Football League. And at times there wasn't enough consistency. It was the same issue, guy. Other teams are like, okay, we're just going to ambush this particular, uh, the interior part of the line. This is where we're going to freaking, you know, shoot our missiles. Um, this is where we're going to attack. And I'm trying to be, you got to watch what I say with things going on. But my point is, it's just a, you know, that's a, that's just another term for, you know, to, to, to describe that. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L 
V-A-N-29.com. Right. Um, you want to see a, a level of intensity with how they approach things. I mean, like, it was it was weird last year. I mean, like, even mid-game, they were shuffling the offensive line. You know, on, on Thanksgiving, they were playing around with Connor Williams and Lyle Collins. And man, it was Lyle Collins, too. I mean, that's the thing. What's Lyle Collins? He's going to go to Cincinnati, and the dude's going to have a – he's not going to give up one sack. And that's but, – but still, I don't think people the, – the point is, as I mentioned, is that you have to have consistency and – to be able to find the continuity and consistency players, sometimes that's elusive. I just think, I, I don't know. I, I This is such a weird offseason. I, I can't, at least in, in my professional life, I can't think of an offseason like this because you ever like, this happens to me more than I would like to admit. You ever get in like a bad mood and I don't know, like whether you're around your wife or your kids or somebody, your neighbor, whatever, family, friend, whatever. And they do something that's very nice, like very nice for you. But you're just like you're in a bad place and it just bothers you. Like, you know, what I mean? oh, yeah. like, every, like yeah, you know, I, and, and you no matter for me, sometimes <laughs> I get up in the morning and you're like, Tony, hey, like, I have to apologize after a podcast. So I own up to that. I, but I like we, we've all been there. Right. Like and I, I think back to like I think it happens more. At least I hope it does for all of humanity when you're a little kid. And you're mad or something and your parent or, or somebody, you know, comes in and, and does something very kind or sweet or whatever. But you're so like your only goal is to mm-hmm. be mad. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That like nothing anybody does can change that. And it, it takes, you know, some time where you have to calm down and then you go apologize. And it's a big old thing. And it's embarrassing when you're older, whatever. Um that's kind of how I feel like people are with the Cowboys right now. And I, a lot, a lot of people have said this and we've said this this offseason that this is the most dejected the Cowboys fans have been um, in, in some time, whatever, blah, blah. And I think about it, like anything I think about with them, like we're sitting here talking about the offensive line, like whatever, how they can go about it. I, you can't think about it without getting upset at them because even the decision, like, the Connor Williams, Lyle Collins thing, like you're talking about, like commit to something, like be aggressive with something, whatever, like they can't even when they have the guys commit to it, you know what I'm saying? Like they just, and so like, we're, we're sitting here like, okay, what are the best five offensive? Like, do you trust them? Do you trust them to, to go about it the right way? Like, are they going to, are they going to bench somebody mid game again? Like they got rid of Lyle Collins again because he upset them. You know, Connor Williams, you know, had too many penalties, but when they benched him, Connor McGovern sucked. And so they had to put Connor Williams back in. Like they can't pick a lane and stay in it. And that's, what's frustrating, you know, on the subject of this whole idea of, of people being pissed off. Did you see, um, did you happen to see what DeMarcus Lawrence posted on Instagram yesterday? Uh, I, I'm trying to say which one I, I think the last post I saw is when he threw out the first pitch at okay, the Rangers yeah. game. This, this was more recent than that. So, uh, um, okay. it, it was a photo of Dion and Irvin. Oh, I did see that. Right. They were yeah. celebrating the Super Bowl yeah. 30 victory I did and, see that. and with the trophy and everything. And so, um, he, he posted this photo and he mm-hmm. wrote need it was the caption. And then he put, you know, the emoji that's like blowing smoke out of the nose, like pissed off, whatever. Um, so his, his whole like idea here is I need it. I need this trophy, whatever, blah, blah. So I, I took a screenshot and I tweeted it out and said, um, all I wrote was DeMarcus Lawrence seems focused on one thing this offseason. And dude, all of the responses are just people like, oh, yeah, right. Or whatever, <laughs> like whatever. Um, like, let me just read you some. Somebody wrote a, a, a cap emoji, which is the kid's way of saying BS. Let's um, just turn the comments off, the comment section off. 
So, that would have been fun though, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like my, my point here is like, he's out here saying like, I want to win the Super Bowl, right? Like that's effectively what his message is. And people are just like laughing and pointing and like, it, it has become kind of a circus, you know, like nobody, nobody, they can't do anything right now. And I can't think of a time where that's been the case for them. Like, yeah, they've, they've always had these weird funky losses and things like that, but like people are truly given up on them. Like they're, they're going to follow and they're going to root for them, but people truly believe that it's never going to get any better. People, people that, have surrendered. But I understand their pain. Uh, how many yeah. times that there's been Instagram posts over the years of these players that look, I don't care. I don't want to see a Instagram or Twitter route that you're balling in the off season and how pretty you look. I don't want to see that. Mm. And I think the fans kind of had that same approach. Okay. Yeah. We know you should be thinking that I don't <laughs> need to tweet it out. I mean, we've been thinking about that for 27 freaking years. <laughs> so why all of a sudden are you thinking about it now? So I understand. Look, that's great. Hey, look, Demarcus, I, I I hope you're thinking about that. You should be thinking about that 24 mm-hmm. seven. I, I understand. I feel the fans' pain because they've been burnt before. They've been watching, following these guys. They've been posting what they're doing in the off season and what they do. And yeah. Everything is great, but you know what? When it comes down to January, and February, where you at, dude? That's. I mean, all of that is fair. And but like again, it's it's like you said no matter what people have always kind of um, eaten the cheese, you know, pe- people have always kind of every year, even after the, the, the bait, right. The carrot, they even after, the carrot. Every year after the failures, whatever, what the heartbreak, however you want to put it, it's Demarcus Lawrence today, but sometimes it's different players, whatever. Like you said, they post a workout They're They're in their yard or they're, you know, having their own practice session and and people tweet it out and they're like let's go you know whatever like the, the hype train always returns not this year like i really again i'm not like i'm not trying to be it's, dramatic april, it's april 18th yeah okay it's 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 not I, it's not november december it's just, it's just strange i mean it is strange to see people like openly mocking them you know like that's just never been the case before and you're but, right rj rj you're the one that gets all you, you get pissed off all the time about. Oh, the, hell yeah. I'm still day. pissed off. I mean, I, I'm just I, I think you should be, you should agree with me. And, and, and I do have some. It, okay. So, but you're, you're asking a question. I, it seems that you're asking, well, why are you, why are you being so negative? Because he's mostly thinking about that. I, think I don't you know have if you're a, mocking. I think you have a full right to be negative. I think everybody does. I'm yeah, just, I, but I'm just not negative, but just like, okay. Yeah. How many times are you like, here we go again. You want me to buy that again? Okay. I bought it last time. And, I had to turn it back, take it back because right. it, it didn't look good. It didn't fit. Okay. I, I guess I'm shocked and honestly kind of impressed at how committed Cowboys fans are to not taking the cheese or taking the bait this year. Because like I'm saying, normally Cowboys fans, are, they're not gullible, but they're so forgiving. You know what I mean? They're so forgiving every year to come back and do it again and line up for the same old product. And again, to the credit of a large section of the fan base, they're saying not. Nah, not this year. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's kind of fascinating when it comes to the draft because they haven't done anything. And so now it's like every Cowboys fan, again, rightfully is sitting here saying, impress me. And I don't think that they're going to be able to. I, I don't think you know, they have the resources available to do it. You know what? I just, uh, you think I was thinking about that post and, and it, it's kind of sad to think that he has to go all the way back to when Dion and Michael Irvin played. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. That's, 
and, and look, I, it, it's all good with me because those are great years. I got my rings and everything, but everyone now is like, damn, I got to go back to then. And you know, Demarcus Lawrence got to go back to then because that's how long it's been. And look, I, it's all about respect. Hey, I, I get it. You know, Michael Irvin and Dion, I mean, tremendous players that played in, in the heyday and ballers, Hall of Famers and everything. But let's, let's make this same more, more vogue. That's my word. Let's make you know, it contemporary. To, let's like let's start from let's go back to maybe last year and let's see the last let's see the San Francisco of the scoreboard of what the score was walking off the field and people throwing water bottles. Or, let's see that. Let's or, let's let that let's let that you know, burn the burn inside. Something your, like that. To your point, I would rather it be a photo of them complaining about officials you know what i mean like that's what should piss them off is the way they acted about it but but to yeah, put in, per, to put not, in perspective yeah. what like how because that's a great point that you brought up like it's sad how long that they had that he asked to use a photo of Irvin and dion so that was the 95 cowboys obviously which uh <laughs> the super bowl was played in the early days of 1996 um we we talked about this earlier this year's masters champion scotty scheffler was not born when when this photo took place um, a lot of a lot of fans were born not, not only that tony but to, to, to fully clarify the man you met at the airport ben crenshaw was the reigning masters champion when that photo was taken um it has been a long time and i i just i look in like i'm i'm not i'm not chastising cowboys fans i think cowboys fans have a total right to feel this way and i'm proud of them honestly but I just I didn't think they had it in them. I, I really didn't think Cowboys fans had it in them to stick to these guns. Now, to your point again, it's it's still April. We'll see. You know, can, can you really hold on in, in July when, when training camp gets here or are you going to fall back into it? Can you hold on in, into August when you're drafting your fantasy team? Can you hold on into the season opener or, you know, but I do kind of think maybe I kind of hope and I don't I look, I want them to win, but I kind of think that they could be seven and oh. And I really think a lot of people would be like, so what, you know, like what, you know, it's, it's October. You know what I mean? Do you, like, do you, do you blame them? No, I don't. I, I, I hope that happens. I hope, I, I think fans, at least some fans, a lot of fans, but some of them are starting to finally hold the team accountable. And I think that that anger or, or frustration should be directed at everybody. It shouldn't be just directed at DeMarcus Lawrence. He, he has his piece. Don't get me wrong, but it should be directed at, at DeMarcus Lawrence, at Dak, at Zeke, at every player, at Mike McCarthy, at, you know, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn. Yes, even Dan Quinn and Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and Will McClay. Like there's nobody who is clean in my the only actually there's one person who's clean. It's Micah Parsons. That dude has done his share of the work here. Right. And, and I don't think anybody. I think everybody's fair game when it comes to people being criticized. And I think that that's the, the thing we got to keep in, keep in mind here. I think Cowboy fans, have, again, it's been a frustrating, it's been a long, long time. And, and to see the great, the halfway point in the season, eight games or you know, 17 games of the season, you're 8-0. Look, I think at that point, it's again, I, I'm going to, I'm going to hold back and I'm going to pass, you know, my judgment could be later on when the season and not, yeah, they got to make decisions and get fired up about that. But I think that's the problem when you've been irrelevant for so long and not to say that they haven't, they've had good teams, but we're talking in the postseason. Mm -hmm. I think that's the frustration. That's the frustration that a lot of Cowboy fans have because 
It's been so long. And that, that you know, Demarcus Lawrence has to post a picture from 1995. I get that. I understand that pain. And I really do. It's very, it's validated. I felt bad for him because he's just trying to be, I mean, like, again, it's all fair, but he's just trying to be positive and everybody's just laughing. Everybody's like, yeah, right. Whatever. Not happening. Like all, and these, these are people who root for his team, but they're just so dejected. Um, but hopefully the draft fixes that. Hopefully the Cowboys pull off a miracle uh, and we're sitting here celebrating uh, two weeks from now. Um, we can all hope we can all dream, Tony. So, um, okay. Well, you know, uh, very uplifting conversation here on the 750. Um, As you have your America's team shirt on this morning. I mean, I, I'm part of the, I'm part of the problem. You know what I mean? I'm part of the machine. Like every year I buy my crap. You know what I mean? Like I get my shirts and my caps or whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm part of the sickness. You know what I mean? It's, it's, that's what's being a fan is. You know what I mean? Like you just, you can't quit. I can't quit this. Like what? I'm stuck. Oh, no, no. You got, you came this far. But you know you what? Might, yeah, you continue on. But you know what, Tony? The Astros won last night. So I got that going yeah. for me. I really um, don't care. I don't care. <laughs> sign, you know, sign, uh, um, uh, cheaters. That's, sign cheaters. that's all, it's all I got going on. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, hey, NBA, stop, stop starting games so late, please, so that we can all watch them. Um, so, all right, uh, Tony, uh, last, give it, tell us something you're going to eat for dinner at some point before we record next week, something that you guarantee you will have for dinner before next Tuesday. Oh, without a doubt, I, I'm probably going to have, I'm going to do my chicken salad, uh, but Wait, are, we, are those two different things or chicken salad? That's a no, I, I love chicken salad. I'm, I'm more of an egg salad guy. Oh, gross, dude. Disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Um, let's see. Tonight, I, I know for sure I'll have salmon. Good call. I, Good call. I am the Sam, I'm the salmon master. You bake it and smoke it, like grill it, bake like what's it, grill it, bake it usually, but I'm a grill master. I got a secret, secret recipe. Okay. You know what but I'll if say? I told, if I, and if I shared it with you, RJ would have to kill you. Okay. Well, we have that on tape. So just, you know, so everybody, I have a lot of witnesses. Um, you know, How about yourself? How about yourself? I, you know, here's the thing. When your kid gets older and they start getting into the, the snacks and everything, just don't feed them. Just don't, just don't feed them those fruit roll-ups. It's like nah. straight, straight ass sugar. And um, great. You know, I just love you. Think for right now, thankfully he's all about just milk. So it's super easy right now, but yeah, it will get complicated. <laughs> I think tonight we're doing lemon pepper chicken. You throw it on a, on a on a bacon pan with some some green beans and some potatoes and just throw all oh, the seasoning wow. on. Bacon. That but good. I was going to tell you, Tony. You know what I started eating? I don't know, maybe about a couple months ago that I had never really eaten that regularly in my life. And I got to say, I've been missing out. Yeah, I'm I'm here now. I've arrived, but I missed out on this one thing. It's not a main dish. It's a it's a side. But I would like you to guess a side that I missed out on that I'm happy to be a part of now. Oh, uh, is, is it a vegetable? It's a vegetable, yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, not asparagus, Brussels sprouts. No, actually, we we've been doing some more Brussels sprouts lately. Uh, put oh, do we do them in the air fryer? We put some pecans and some uh, some okay. maple syrup yeah. and stuff. It mm -hmm. turns out good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it, well, this is also kind of sweet sweet potatoes. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I uh, was not really a sweet potato guy. Every now and then, I would get like sweet potato fries, but man. You get a sweet potato done the right way. You throw some some butter, some you know some brown sugar. Because look, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna, I'm not here to punt. You know, I'm here to live. Uh, so I know one thing I forgot to mention. I will have a baked potato with ranch dressing. Does that sound appealing? Wait a minute. You 
Oh, yeah. Do you put, you put wait, do you put the ranch on? on? On the baked potato. Like on top. You don't like dip oh, it or I, something. I, oh, no. On top. I mean, it's like, Dude, it's no, like that's my, weird. It's my version of butter. I don't, so I don't you don't put butter? No butter. Straight, straight ranch. ranch. Try it. You're ranch <laughs> eater. I'm serious. <laughs> we'll be having this discussion. You put ranch on everything. Hang, hang, oh, uh, no, that was Dak Prescott who put ranch on um, spaghetti, uh, was what he did. Oh, that's um, disgusting. But wait, so do you do anything at like like bacon bits or chives? Mm, so, so you're saying no. just potato and ranch, like a French fry? Potatoes and ranch. ranch. Yeah. And you, Dude, see, you know, it's, 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 it's lovely, man. It tastes, it's, hey, don't, don't knock it until you try my, it. It's, my it's only really question, good. My only question mm-hmm. is, is this ranch, does it come from the fridge or is it like a pantry sort of situation? Well, if it comes out of the pantry, then I haven't opened it yet. So that, so it, it, I, either, either way. See, like, cause my, my thing is I, I don't like putting cold stuff on hot stuff. So like the, the ranch is cold because it's in the fridge and the potato is, is theoretically hot. Cause well, you, you, you know, get you the baked potato it. right out of the oven. It's probably about 500 degrees, 450 degrees Fahrenheit. This is weird, dude. It's a, this... well, look, you asked me, I'm a weird dude. I, <laughs> I guess, I, figure that out. I, I guess like when I think about it, you know, people get like at certain restaurants they do like potato skins. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Which just... Yeah, French fries with ranch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so yeah, it, it yeah. does make sense. Uh, you know what? Get I the ones know. I like. Get the baked <laughs> potatoes. So here's the thing, also that you you probably you know that this we're talking about food. We could do a whole podcast on food. Uh-huh. We, you're not gonna be the foodies. Is go the 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 because baked potatoes. If you have you bake them and foil, it takes 45 minutes. I love mine. Really, really soft and well done if right. i'm bake, if i'm baking in the oven i like the skin really crispy get the ones that have the uh saran wrap around it where you put it in the microwave and it takes five to six minutes have you done that i haven't left it in the saran wrap but like yeah i mean we well, no, you have to do it you put it in the oven because it's covered like that with that fill right yeah and just it basically it, it speeds the time up that's yeah. when you put the ranch on because it's really hot right out of the microwave that's when you put the ranch in there and you wait maybe two minutes and then you just you know what? Down, man. And if, Try that. If, if that's what you're saying, if you like pull the potato out and you put the ranch and then the ranch can like, like melt into it. It's like melted butter. Yeah. Essentially. You know what? Try it. I've come around. I'm going to try this. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, everybody, let us know if you decide to try the Tony Casilla special. Um, so uh, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We'll see you next week. This was the 750. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.